Ludus Novus, Episode 5, September 27th, 2006, Level Cap. Hey everyone, I'm Gregory Weir, and this is Ludus Novus. Today I'm going to talk about the length of works and uh, how that relates to their content. Would you consider a given game a short story or a novel? And it, does that have any effect on the amount of playtime that there is in this work? So it's been a while since I put out a podcast. Uh, life's been pretty busy. Uh, like I said in my last podcast, I uh, recently started classes again, and I've been rather busy. It's kind of hard to find time to do the things that I'm, you know, scheduled to do and paying money for, uh, let alone personal projects like podcasting. So uh, that's caused me to have to do a few things. I've withdrawn from the uh, 2006 interactive fiction competition. Hopefully I'll be releasing that game separately. I really want to finish it because I think it's going to be kind of cool. I've also decided that um, I'm going to stop putting music in the podcast unless I happen to come across something that I really like. The search process for finding the music to put in a, in a given episode took almost as long as actually making the episode. So I'm not going to search for music for every episode anymore. Uh, if anyone does have some music that's got a nice open source license on it that they think I should play on the show, feel free to send it to me at uh, ludusnovus at gmail.com. But for now, we'll see what musicless Ludus Novus is like. So anyway, the topic for today is length of game. When you write a piece of static narrative, you usually fit it into a certain category, a certain form. It's a short story or it's a novel, two most common things. There's novellas and, and various forms that kind of blur the lines, but generally you're talking about either a short story or a novel. And while these are different uh, just according to the length, they're also different according to the sort of content. This is another one of those moments when I have to say I am not an English major, but the way I understand it is that short stories tend to have far less character development than novels. A novel is going to have a full arc of character development where most of the characters progress. There's more complexity to that. Short stories, because of the nature of their short form, tend to have, if they have character development, it's a, in a very simple way. Um, not all go as simple as, say, an O. Henry story where there's just some twist ending that's like, oh, I've changed my ways forever. No, you don't have to go that that extreme, but generally a short story is going to be simpler. It's going to deal with a, a single situation or event or conflict and, and the events surrounding it, and a novel is going to tend to be more complicated. So we currently have games that are, are of various lengths, and it, it seems to me like there's while there's this length distinction between, say, a f huge game like Morrowind, which can take a whole lot of time to defeat, and a smaller game, which may take 10 hours to beat. Um, they don't really have that much distinction between their content. It's, it's wider, not deeper, if you know what I mean. There's more stuff to do and more things to fight more plot, but not necessarily a, a thicker or deeper plot. And usually I think that the amount of character development in your average mainstream computer game is going to tend to be, well, 
of the short story level, let's say. Your, your development is usually going to be more in stats than in personality, and if your character does learn something, it's not going to tend to be particularly deep. This comes up in a really interesting way in interactive fiction, which is that it, it used to be that interactive fiction games would be rather long. They would be lengthy, they would have a whole lot of puzzles, you'd be exploring a very large word, world, and companies would advertise the amount of content they had in an interactive fiction game. They would say, we've got 4,000 rooms, and we've got 300 interactive characters, which never happen. Interactive characters are, are never easy to do. But there, that was the trend for a while, and back when the interactive fiction competition started, people were saying, wow, there are all these huge games that are taking forever to, to come out. Let's popularize a short form of a game so that more games will be coming out. We'll have more to talk about. We'll have more to play. We'll be able to play something you know, on our lunch break or spanned across a couple of lunch breaks. And so the interactive fiction competition was started in order to popularize the making of and the playing of games that were two hours or less. I mean, sure, there were some other motives in there, like just getting games out there at all, or, you know, getting informed source code in the public so that people would know it. But but generally, the, the, the popular perception has been that, that it's for popularizing short forms. So that was in 1995. In 1995, the original post was made announcing the interactive fiction competition. And it's gotten bigger and bigger and bigger and stayed very large in the years since and now it's sort of the the premier event of the IF world. Interactive fiction is at its high point when it's the IF comp. More games are released during the IF comp than than most of the year it seems. So now it's we've sort of got the opposite problem. We've got a whole lot of short games that a lot of people talk about and the long games tend to be more rare. But I'm still not seeing that much of a distinction between, say, a huge puzzly game like Jigsaw and a small game that comes out for the IF comp like Slouching Toward Bedlam. I, I see the games being shorter in length, but not necessarily much more development happening in them. Um, now, I, I, I don't think that this is the fault of the shorter games not fulfilling their nature as, as short-form games, as, as the, the interactive equivalent to a short story. I think that the problem lies with the larger games. I don't think we have very many large games that provide a complex story, complex character development in them. And that's true for non-interactive fiction games, for, for, for visual digital games. So I, I don't think that we have a very large sample set to look at to discuss this sort of difference between lengths of, of games and the form of this interactive narrative. One of the few games that I feel has done this sort of novel length progression of, of character and development of story is the game Grim Fandango, developed by LucasArts. Grim Fandango takes place on four successive Days of the Dead over four years, and deals with the same main character as he 
progresses his journey through the land of the dead. And in it, we, we get to see a character that develops beyond just having an initial conflict and resolving it. We see him get a better idea of himself, of other people, of how he deals with the world, of how he deals with his own life and his own afterlife. And that's a game that I think demonstrates what distinguishes a long-form narrative from a short-form narrative. You've got more complexity there than just a single plot arc. It, it, it builds on itself. There's evolution of character. There's development of character. Uh, I think it's one of our few examples of that. There's also an issue of series in digital games and interactive entertainment where there's a large tendency to, if a game does well and is popular, to make a sequel to it. And I think that if you view some of these works, some, some of these series of games as a single work, you see more of this development. If you look at the Myst series of games, there, if, if you look at them all as one large plot arc, you see an interesting development of the world and of value and, and the idea, the, the ethical considerations that it puts forth on creating worlds that I think is pretty interesting. And if you look at, at a lot of the series, you can sometimes see a sort of development there. Um, I've gotten halfway through the Prince of Persia Sands of Time series. I, I've played the first two games, and I think that they may have failed in that as the prince appears to have unlearned all the lessons he learned in Sands of Time by the time he gets to the warrior within. But I, I think that that's another series that might be valuable to look at because it focuses so strongly on character, at least in Sands of Time, it does. So I guess this is sort of an episode where, where I'm just putting my thoughts out there. If anyone has any ideas about the the length of games and how that affects their content, uh, please, by all means, uh, post a comment at ludusnovus.net or send me an email, ludusnovus at gmail.com, and let me know if you've got ideas on this. I think that it's very worthwhile for creators of interactive entertainment to think of how they can make more detail, more art in their interaction. So that's all for right now. Hopefully my next episode will come out a little a little sooner than this one did after the previous one. If you have any comments, ludusnovus.net. And if you've got any music, send it in. Let me know. Um, I'd like to play music. I think it's good, but it's hard to find stuff that fits. Next time, I'm going to try out a new segment called False Narrativism, and we'll, we'll see how that works out. Thanks for listening, and uh, I'll see you next time.